Hello and welcome to Logical, wherever in the world you're listening right now. This is the regular weekly podcast from the Dubai-based law firm HPL Yamalaba and Pleska, still the Gulf region's first and only legal podcast. I'm Jim Elliott here at the firm's offices in Reef Tower in Jumeirah Lakes Towers with the managing partner Ludmilla Yamalaba. It's always good of you to find the time to talk, Ludmilla. Tim, great to see you. Logical is a weekly chance to consider legal questions particular to the UAE. Now, in this edition, legal questions to answer before coming to the UAE. Now, the Emirates is an enormously popular tourist destination, working destination, of course, as well. But for tourists looking for winter sun, there aren't that many better luxury holiday destinations that offer a better option. Dubai has become one of the most visited destinations in the world, with the busiest international airport on the planet, a huge luxury shopping malls and the world's tallest tower in Burj Khalifa. But there's much more to Dubai and the Emirates than sun retail therapy and skyscrapers. There's a rich cultural heritage that blends Bedouin, Arab and Islamic traditions. Traditions that, of course, mean a great deal uh, in the United Arab Emirates. Now, Ludmilla, uh, for tourists venturing to the UAE for the first time, there are a number of things that they need to keep in mind. And I guess modesty in terms of dress and personal approach, personality, is one thing that people have to think about. And that's a good place to start. Uh, certainly. And the reason modesty in particular is sort of one of the first things that comes to mind is because, as you rightfully said, the UAE, it's, um, it's a desert uh, and uh, sea uh, type of area, which means um, hot temperatures, warm temperatures, and most people come here uh, for a sea holiday. Uh, and uh, that means, um, you know, when it's warm outside, people dress down. Sure. Uh, versus going somewhere where it's cold. I mean, modesty doesn't really is it's not really a concern in places where you need to layer up to just uh, uh, stay uh, stay warm. Here, it's the opposite. So most people who come to the UAE, they come to warm up, to soak up the sun, to hang on beaches, and uh, and they come with that expectation and with that mindset. And uh, therefore, you can imagine they come with uh, very few layers. Um, and, and nor do they need many layers because, especially during certain uh, times of the or certain months of the year, it's very warm here. Um, so modesty is, for that reason, is is the first and it's the right place to start with. We are in the Arab world, and uh, Islam is the is is the predominant religion, and um, it's also a religion that the values principles are modesty and. Uh, and perhaps more a conservative approach uh, to a number of aspects of, of social life. Uh, so therefore, it's important to keep that in mind. Just when you come to the Arab world, you need to be mindful and cognizant of the local culture and the local religion. Uh, and that is the case anywhere else you go. Uh, so, and as part of this local religion and local culture, is um, there are certain values that this particular society holds dear, and that is one of modesty, two of privacy, for example, uh, and then the three of um, confidentiality. Then also alcohol, strictly speaking, is not allowed in Islam. And um, yeah, and then there's other type of even societal kind of norms, such as. Uh, a public display of affection or people of opposite sexes living together and so on and so forth. So there are a number of values uh, that uh, are more perhaps unique uh, to the Middle East um, and that is important for tourists and visitors to keep in mind. 
that being said, this is, um, we've been here, you and I have been in the UAE for a very long time, and mm. there's a reason for it. It's because there's so many expats that have made the UAE their home for many, many, many years. And this is um, no coincidence. And that is because this society has been very welcoming and embracing of so many other cultures and religions and people and and values. And um, we all coexist here uh, peacefully and, um, and, and get along smoothly. Uh, but it's still important to keep in mind that um, that there are still limitations. So just because we embrace Christmas here and we have Christmas carols and and uh, Christmas lights um, in coming into the holiday, the Christmas holiday season, that's not to say that other values somehow are you know are, are sort of sidelined. Uh, so it's very important to continue to remember that we are in the Arab world, we're in the Muslim world, and um, there are a lot of Muslims um, that live here and. Um, they are yeah, they they tend to be more conservative and therefore they expect from their visitors the same there isn't a specific dress code in the emirates but there is a reasonable expectation isn't there that you should before you come to the oae understand that certain types of clothing in certain places government offices shopping malls wherever are probably not acceptable indeed uh, in in the many of the shopping malls and other establishments, um, they have clear signs uh, that, for example, you need to dress up, dress mo uh, modestly and conservatively. Uh, in some establishments, such as, for example, government authorities, let's say the notary public. Uh, or the courts, uh, mm -hmm. then there are clear signs that you actually have to not just be modestly dressed, but you have to have uh, your legs covered and uh, your shoulders covered. Uh, then, there, and therefore, for men who are wearing shorts, it's just it's not appropriate attire to go into court or the notary public, for example, dressed in shorts. Uh, so, so there are certain establishments that have very clear mandates as to what that dress codes, uh, code uh, must be. But then, if we're talking about tourists, most tourists end up going to shopping malls and uh, and sort of more on out and about in public areas um, than government areas. Um, so therefore, there it's it's more the the line in terms of what's appropriate or not is not um, very rigid or uh, or clearly defined. So it's just you know some some of the shopping malls they have they have. They perhaps they prefer because they tailor to a different contingent of customer base. Uh, for example, more people from the Arab world, so they really want people to dress more conservatively, and you will see many more signs to that effect. But then there are other malls that, well, while they may have signs to please respect our you know, our culture and uh, please be mindful and, and act conservatively, those signs may exist, but they may not be very much enforced. Uh, so there isn't really this steadfast uh, definition of what's appropriate, what's not. Um, it's much more of a common sense. Um, also, if you go into public areas, and obviously if you're on the beach, it's more appropriate for you to be wearing beach-type um, attire. But if you wear the same beach-type um, outfit with, let's say, short skirts and short um, shorts and uh, go into uh, public areas such as the mall or other places where... Uh, where there are more, there's more local population. Uh, perhaps that attire is no longer as app appropriate in in that setting. Um, so it's much more common sense. But I will tell you, uh, people ask that question a lot. From especially when you know, when you leave the UAE about well, how conservative is this society? But uh, interestingly enough, perhaps because of the mindset with which so many tourists come here. 
uh, the the way they dress here often is it, it's just, you won't see them dress the same way in the, even in their own home countries. <laughs> and you won't see people dress in other perhaps less conservative or societally conservative um, uh, countries. You won't see people dress that way. Perhaps so just, it's a different mind, mindset. People come here, they come to hang on the beach, but the mm. beach is the beach. And if you were leaving the beach, perhaps uh, it's, it's prudent to change the, uh, the beach attire. So it's not that we are all dress modestly here uh, in fact um, you know I've seen I think people here in the UAE are much more much more relaxed and uh, and I guess less um, covered up here than they are in most other countries where these perhaps societal norms do not exist that's uh, certainly true we've been here long enough now to be at a point where you would see somebody in a mall and think oh no 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 you need to cover up you, you get a feel for what is acceptable don't you uh, well, for sure, and much more, this is much more about just common sense, really. Yeah. And yeah. you know, if you are around uh, places with lots of kids, and particular kids that are obviously of a different religion and perhaps with more conservative, it's, you, know, you want to be sensible and you want to be sensitive to other people. And uh, this, I mean, this you would expect of any normal being anywhere else in the world. If you're staying at a hotel with a private beach or you visit one of Dubai's public beaches, bikinis are fine. Beach shorts are fine. That's okay. Thongs, obviously, less so. But sunbathing, uh, how do we put this politely, partially dressed, topless sunbathing, is not acceptable. Correct. And so that is where the line is clearly drawn. Yeah. Um, the, you, if you go to the beach, you want to wear beach wear and uh, swimsuits, uh, full swimsuits. Uh, yeah. They're not necessarily one piece swimsuits, but certainly uh, both pieces, <laughs> both pieces worn, uh, for example. Uh, so that's where the line is definitely drawn. Uh, now, um, apart from that, um, there are all sorts of swimsuits out there. Um, there are some that are much more uh, much more um, sort of, uh, I guess, uh, body body uh, encompassing, and there are others that are a lot, m much more revealing. Uh, and so there isn't really kind of a strict uh, dress code in that regard as long as you're on the beach. And interestingly enough, and that's a, a dichotomy in the society, you'll see on the same beach people that are uh, you know, Muslims and that more conservative, mm -hmm. um, um, hanging out on the beach, bringing the whole families, wearing a bias, for example, and uh, covered up. And then you see people wearing bikinis uh, uh, on the same beach. So that's not really, um, it's just not a, so strictly enforced here or even um, you know even desired if you will um, so there's this uh, coexistence um, that that is is available to us here and uh, people don't really uh, I guess negatively react to it but uh, you have to be sensible so as you said thongs perhaps that's going too far and you wouldn't really want to do that uh, being in the Arab world uh, but there are so many choices these days in terms of our swimwear and most uh, most other swimwears work here, uh, but there are small limits, such as uh, you know, full swimsuit and or two-piece swimsuit, mm. uh, and uh, perhaps thongs would be less appropriate on the public beach. On the private beach, the, uh, however, for example, at a hotel, um, that's you often see that, and there there are no restrictions against thongs, for example, in in private hotels. What about public displays of affection, so-called PDAs, uh, if you like? I don't know, holding hands in public, for example. 
Well, holding hands per se is uh, not disallowed because um, this is also part of a lot of um, uh, Arab culture. I mean, they families yeah. and friends and they hold hands, so there's nothing wrong and it's not disallowed to hold hands. Uh, but the public display of affection is um, is uh, discouraged, uh, and in some places not allowed. Now, what is a public display of affection is uh, more nuanced. Uh, so it's not like you can't uh, you, you you can't you know, be affectionate to each other at all. You just want to be sensible about it. So, I guess over over display of public affection or affection in public. Uh, is not allowed. So the, um, I guess, b- perhaps behavior that you would um, see more uh, more frequently in other places, especially amongst young people or, the, I guess, the, the people that are the, the, the new lovebirds, uh, so to speak, uh, you know, behavior that they may be more free uh, to exhibit in other in other countries is not, um, is not um, welcomed here. Uh, so it's not necessarily, again, there's a fine line about what that means, but um, generally speaking, you want to be sensible. Let's talk about the availability of alcohol. It is available in licensed bars and restaurants. It can be bought uh, in a licensed manner from shops, but can tourists consume alcohol during a visit? In short, yes. Um, as of recently, the, the law has been clarified uh, further, and now tourists, by virtue of coming into the UAE as tourists, so there is an implicit uh, license uh, uh, to allow to drink alcohol. Uh, so they don't need to go and get another license or a separate license uh, by virtue of coming in either on a tourist visa uh, or as tourists, because not obviously all nationalities require a proper visa and a passport. But even if you just have the entry stamp in your in your passport, I mean that in itself uh, constitutes basically a, a tourist visa. Uh, so if you're here on tourists, implicitly you are allowed to to, to consume alcohol and uh, and to buy alcohol in certain establishments. Now in Dubai, in particular. Um, only really licensed establishments, or actually in the UAE in general, only licensed establishments are allowed to serve alcohol. So if you're buying alcohol in those establishments, then you don't really require any, any additional license. However, if you want to buy uh, alcohol at a store, uh, only certain stores um, sell alcohol, so you can't just go to a shopping mall and expect to buy alcohol. Um, so these are properly licensed uh, alcohol shops. And so uh, in the past, uh, to buy in those shops, you had to be a resident here, a resident who had an alcohol license. Uh, now, tourists with their tourist visas, they can also uh, buy alcohol in those shops. So it's no longer limited only to restaurants and bars and clubs. Now they can go to the stores and, and purchase their own alcohol. And to do that, they would have to bring their passports uh, to the stores and show either their tourist visa or the entry stamp uh, that clearly shows that they are just tourists in the country. And with that alone, the stores will now sell alcohol to them. And this is a new development. It is. Uh, but that's only for non-Muslims, of course. Correct. Um, and this is a question that often comes up, especially because there are a lot of Muslims, Muslims that come and visit the UAE as tourists sure. as well. Uh, it doesn't really matter where you come from and what rules or laws exist in those countries where you live. But as long as you come here and you're Muslim, then you're expected uh, to uh, uh, to to follow the norms and the standards that apply to Muslims and to live in the Muslim world. 
I guess it's worth mentioning just just briefly how the licensing of alcohol works for non-Muslim residents of the UAE. Yes, for non-Muslim residents, uh, we are required to have um, to have alcohol license. Uh, so once again, once again, there is an implicit license for all residents there who go and to restaurants and bars and and clubs. Uh, there is an implicit license uh, to drink um, because those establishments have a license to serve. Uh, but as a resident here, you also want to have, if you want particularly buy your own alcohol, then you're required to have a license. Uh, so going to a bar or restaurant as a resident. You you're not required to show a license because those establishments have a license to serve you. Uh, but if you want to go and buy your own alcohol uh, in a store, then you're required to have an alcohol license. And to receive that, it's it's a process. Um, you need to have residence visa. You need to, have to submit uh, documents uh, to show your passport, your um, and the, all, sort of your employment, and also your employment contract. By the way, because. Uh, the license, when the alcohol license, when it is issued, is actually linked to your salary. Mm. And uh, in other words, if you make a salary, let's say, make 5,000 dirhams a month, um, you will not be al- allowed to spend 5,000 dirhams a month on alcohol. Um, so that's one of the documents you need to present in order to, uh, to have the alcohol license issued. Um, so, and then once you have that, that license uh, allows you explicit the right to, uh, to buy and consume alcohol. Uh, but um, there is a limitation, at least in Dubai, in terms of how much you can buy. Now, this particular rule exists in the Emirate of Dubai. Other Emirates um, have uh, slightly more relaxed regulations. So, for example, in Abu Dhabi, you're not required to have a license to buy alcohol. Uh, similarly, in Ras and Najman, um, those are the other two Emirates, uh, where they are much more relaxed about the um, um, residents or non-residents' uh, ability to buy and consume alcohol. So in other Emirates, it's not as regulated it is, as it is in Dubai. But in Dubai, which is the Emirate that perhaps attracts most tourists, there are regulations, and that's why it's important to understand them. And there are some Emirates, like Sharjah, that are completely dry. That's right. And then, uh, interestingly mm-hmm. enough, because Sharjah is Emirate that's um, geographically is uh, located between Ras Khaimah and, um, uh, and Dubai. So, therefore, if you're driving uh, th- from one Emirate to another through Sharjah, technically speaking, you're violating the law because you're driving through an Emirate that is absolutely dry. This podcast is really aimed at people looking to come to enjoy what the UAE has to offer in terms of a holiday. Hence, we need to consider the cultural norms, what you need to be wearing in a shopping mall, for example, whether or not you're able to consume alcohol legally whilst you're on a holiday here. There's also another side that I think is important for tourists potentially coming to the UAE, thinking of coming here, and that is uh, recording of video and the the idea of social media in the Emirates because privacy is guarded very closely. Indeed, and that does um, stem from the the right to privacy that is highly uh, valued and, and therefore guarded under the, the UE legal system. Mm. Uh, and that's privacy and everything related to it, such as um, confidentiality, just a sort of right to confidentiality. And privacy is uh, a kind of an all-encompassing concept because... Uh, um, if I'm, let's say, we're walking in the shop and I and there's a tourist photographing sort of the surroundings. Well, I don't want my children to appear uh, on on their, for example, pictures. So that's my right to privacy. So the privacy really kind of dictates 
and guides um, uh, these practices. Uh, so generally speaking, as you said, you want to be, the tourists must be very careful about um, what they film, what, what you document. And it's especially uh, so much more important because most of the time, because of the social media, right? And because of the digital yeah. world in which we live. So yeah. in so many cases, uh, photographs are not just, I mean, once they're being taken, they're published on so many other social media portals. And before you know it, thousands and hundreds of thousands of people can potentially um, see that image. So that's why the right to privacy, in particular here, has to be so much, uh, so much more closely guarded. And so therefore, uh, as tourists, uh, or non-tourists, or residents, you just need to be mindful uh, that uh, documenting and taking pictures and videos uh, is um, it needs to be scrutinized and uh, if you cannot just go and take pictures of, of people for example which is quite common in other countries you go oh these kids are very cute let me take pictures of them uh, so that's not allowed and uh, whenever you want to take picture of anyone or anything um, then make sure to ask uh, for permission uh, but much better not to and same with videos so you want to be very careful about taking any videos um, of uh, places and people uh, that perhaps the places are perhaps of, of certain national security and then people that you know just don't want to be photographed so and on the subject of places uh, there are certain places that are specifically and expressly are, are uh, off limits for people to be videoed like for example airports and anything yeah. around the airports and um, any kind of government entities or your know, police and uh, uh, perhaps immigration, courts, uh, there are clear signs of the photographs are not allowed. So uh, be sensible. Furthermore, be very sensible about posting anything on social media that may contain either videos or um, uh, photographs of uh, things where, for example, individuals' right to privacy may be uh, compromised, uh, or content that perhaps may be held offensive or insulting or defamatory uh, to someone. Uh, and uh, in particular, be very mindful of posting content, for example, that um, uh, may be offensive to the country and its uh, and its religion and its culture and the people and anything that somehow perhaps may be uh, may be seen as compromising the security of the state. I mean, those uh, those posts in particular are very very closely monitored and um, and scrutinized. Final general thoughts, uh, Ludmilla. The UAE is a, fair to say, it's a very forward thinking, it's an international destination. But as with anywhere we visit that isn't home, uh, in inverted commas, it's, it's really a question of acting with a degree of consideration, a degree of common sense. And as you said just now, be sensible. Absolutely. Don't forget, you are still in the Arab world and you are in a foreign country and as, as open and as welcoming as the UAE has been, um, there are certain norms, societal norms and expectations, and it's um, it's wise to know um, them and uh, and then remember and act accordingly. Ludmilla Yamalova is the managing partner at the legal firm Yamalova and Pleska. As ever, great to talk to you. Thank you. It was wonderful chatting with you too, Tim. Thank you. Questions to answer before enjoying a holiday in the United Arab Emirates. That's another edition of Logical Legal Issues, Legal News, and much more weekly. If you have a legal question you need answered in a future episode, if you'd like a consultation with a qualified UAE experienced legal professional, all you have to do is click the contact button at lylawyers.com or you can WhatsApp as well. 0097152525 1611.